This is the Self-Taught or Not podcast with Dylan Israel and Eric Hanchett, where we teach you the do's and don'ts of software development from two software development professionals, one self-taught and one not. This episode is brought to you by Talk Python Training. The Self-Taught or Not podcast is all about leveling up your career in the tech space and learning software development the right way. Python is one of the hottest languages at the moment, and you don't need a CS degree to be part of this excitement. Our friends over at Talk Python Training have nearly 200 hours of professional grade online Python courses. If you want to learn Python for about the price of a book on your own, just visit talkpython.fm slash self-taught to find your next level. That's talkpython.fm slash self-taught. It'll also be in our show notes at self-taught or not.com. Thanks. All right. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about some of the items we do outside of coding, believe it or not. As somebody who has been sort of focused on having a life outside of work, I thought this would be a cool subject. And I think probably something a lot of us might even have in common. And, uh, I, you know, a lot of my hobbies personally include coding, and we'll talk a little bit about those. But I'd like to try and focus on some of the external ones as well. Yeah, let's let's do that. This is a cool idea. I've, you know, this podcast mostly just focuses on development programming, but there's a lot of stuff outside of there, outside of programming and developing. I think I think that makes you a more well-rounded person. You know, having different hobbies and and fun things you do outside of work. You know, honestly, a lot of the programming that I do, I don't really consider work because it's it's a lot of fun. But I still think getting outside our little programming niches and and bubbles is good. Yeah, it's been uh, you know, I've uh, I've made an active effort this year going into 2021 and uh, you know, last third of 2020 to not have hobbies as much that use screens. I haven't been super successful with it, but you know as we all look at screens for a living, I don't think there's anything inherently wrong, but I also have found that it's a little bit more relaxing when I pull myself out of the digital world a bit. I, when I was, when we were talking about the topic for this podcast, right before we started, I was trying to think of the same thing. Like what hobbies do I have without like TVs and, and, and all those other things involved. And, and I've, I've realized that a lot of my hobbies still revolve around like TVs and things, and we'll get into it. But I, I think that's okay because it also there you can expand upon that. So, but we'll talk more about it. Yeah, I um I know I made an active effort to start reading more books as a hobby, and so I'm going through. I was doing like a book every two weeks. So I was getting pretty neurotic about it. And um, if I wasn't dating somebody, maybe I'd be reading a little bit more. But um, not to say like dating's a hobby, but uh, you know, as you go and you you have less time, you know, the first things is sort of go. Um, one working out because i mean why work out once you start dating somebody you already got them right uh no but uh two is uh you know your hobbies right so you start pulling time away from whatever it is you're doing to spend it with the other person uh but i'm reading about one book a month right now and the book i'm reading right now is called mating in captivity and i'm about three chapters in and it's about the maintaining of intimacy in relationships it's actually really depressing so far and and it's a it's by a um, a relationship psychologist that has all these true stories of like couples of you know she's changed the name of of how people have lost their love for the 
other person and bringing it back together. And a lot of it's very relatable, which makes it very sad also. You're reading a, a book about relationships basically right now? Yeah, I, I, dude, I've read this this last year. I've read probably six or seven books on dating and relationships. So um, some good ones. Uh, a very good entry level sort of book is the Five Love Languages book. Um, and this book, I think, would have helped in a lot of past relationships where uh, the, the book is about essentially making sure you speak your partner's right love language right you could do um let's say give an example of um you know uh, acts of service where you're doing things for your partner and you could be killing yourself doing that but really all they want to hear are like words of affirmation so and you know vice versa so that that was a really cool book but uh, i've been reading a ton of them i think i read that one or at least i got the cliff notes version of that at one point it's really interesting about like gift giving like what your partner thinks is a good gift. Like you may think buying someone, I don't know, a book or a physical thing that they can touch and hold is a good gift, but your partner might think that that's shallow and they might enjoy like an experience more, right? Like if you go and do a trip to um, a cruise or I guess a, you know, pre-COVID, but or go hiking or something, that would be a lot more meaningful to them than if you bought them a DVD of their favorite movie. Yeah. And, um, you know, at the end of the book there, they have a quiz that you can take online to sort of the, for them to tell you like, Hey, this is what we think your you know favorite love language is. And, you know, one thing to mention about that is like, it could be a variety of things. Um, you know, I've, uh, I, you know, I, I always feel very torn about trying to, personally identify because this is like it's kind of like grouping where you're like oh i am you know for me right mine was physical touch and quality time they're pretty much equal but like you know sometimes people group themselves into things but in reality we all enjoy all you know things probably just enjoy more than others but i i wonder how much of this is psychological in the sense of like oh yeah i know i it's it's like when you read uh, astrology sort of thing you know, 95% of the time, if they don't tell, if someone were to just tell you it was your sign, you would say you identify with it. I kind of wonder if that's the same case with some of this stuff, but good stuff all, all around though. Yeah. I think exploring those books is interesting. You know, I've been married for over 10 years and I, th I think I could still learn things like that. Like, like it's always, I, I like those books. I think it's a little fluffy. I don't think it's, maybe it's not really scientifically proven some of these things, but I, you know, just having a different perspective is is really well worth it no that's cool that's cool you're reading that I, I i wouldn't i don't have books on my hobby list i think i i have i've been reading a few business books and definitely programming books and but i had and i think i read one called captivate which was an interesting book about um how to be it's almost like how to win people and influence people like the dale Carnegie type books where you that taught you how to influence and, and, and be more liked. I think I've been, I read a couple books like that, not maybe the beginning of right before quarantine hit. I think I was reading a few of those books. And then after quarantine hit, I'm like, uh, I had a couple audio books, but they were just business, but that, now that's a good hobby. Uh, you know, I'll jump in with a hobby I've been doing lately. Uh, well, this is kind of related. Um, I I've gotten a, uh, a good sense 
I've never been into comic books. Like, I don't know. This was like one geeky fandom circle that I never got into. But uh, years and years ago, I had gotten a comic book called Why the Last Man, which is a fantastic comic book about, and it, it kind of sounds bad when, when you give the synopsis about it. It's about a guy that he's the last person. He's basically the last man on earth. Uh, and all the men have been killed except him. And he's dealing now. All the women are still alive. Um, but it's actually kind of a really interesting look in into what would happen if, if that happened in, in the real world. So I had read it years ago. And then for Christmas, my wife, I just out of my out of the whim on a whim, I put on my my list of things I want from from my family. We, we do Christmas lists every year. Uh, why the last man the omnibus which is like the whole series it's like 60 comic books it's like you know 500 pages and it's like this heavy ass book that i got and i just really got into it in the last uh i don't know three uh two two months since december since i i got it and i already finished it and i'm already thinking like maybe maybe i miss this whole crazy comic book world and like i've always done the mcu and the dc movies and TV shows, but I've never like looked at kind of the source material of some of these, like a lot of these comics. So I'm, I'm kind of dipping my toe in a little bit. I, I went ahead and got like the subscription service that allows you to get unlimited comic books online and you can just put them on your tablet, which, well, once again, we're talking a little bit about screens, but, and I've just started Preacher, which is a really like bloody kind of violent comic book about this man that's a preacher that was basically told from the God, God himself to, to uh, help humanity. So it's a little crazy of a comic book. So I'm, I'm kind of dipping my toes into it to see if, if it's worth continuing as a hobby, but so far I'm liking it. And I don't know if I'll, by the way, it was comicology is, is the app I'm downloading that lets you to do like unlimited comic books. So I, I think it's a fun little thing to read right before bed. And, you know, it's not computer related. The other item, I guess, has been more of a working out. It's it's kind of strange to call it a hobby, and it even sort of involves a screen because I half my working out is uh, with the uh, Nintendo Switch Ring Fit Adventure, which I just love and highly recommend for people who are just looking for an easy way to sort of start having a 20, 30 minute workout every other day, which I think would do wonders for a lot of people. Um, you know, if your body's good, your mind's good. And if your mind's good, your coding's good sort of thing. And I have found that really helpful. Um, but, uh, you know, that and a pull up and push up routine and uh, ab routine is all I do, but I do it about four times a week. And, um, that's been great for, uh, my physical health as well as just sort of my, my weight loss goals and all that sort of stuff. Um, so I'd say that's a hobby. I walk a lot too. I got one of those, uh, fitness watches finally that I've been like, I ain't a smartwatch at a at Costco for like two years, and finally just decided to buy one and uh, track my steps and all that sort of stuff. Um, but it's kind of nice, though. Uh, on a side note, when I'm out and I just you know I get a ding on my phone, and you can read it on there, but for the most part, there's very few dings on my phone I need to respond back to. I can just sort of glance at who it was and be like, oh, I don't care about them, and then come back to it later. <laughs> Oh no, yeah, I'm definitely on the board with the working out too. I I I, I did a uh, I was working out at kind of um, at the end of quarantine for two or three months, and I really got I could just feel my energy just getting so much 
more, like I just had so much more energy. Like once I hit like month two and two and a half, like my workout routine started just jumping up that much higher. I could do more reps. I could like, I'd had a lot more energy and there'd still be like an occasional day I'd go to the gym and I'd be like feeling like crap. And I just, you know, didn't, didn't do as well, but I agree just, uh, working out, it's feeling great. And I've just started again, kind of like almost new year's resolution. I'm still trying to lose about 20, 30 pounds. I definitely gained the, uh, quarantine 20 in the last eight months. Even when I worked out too, I wasn't, um, as you know, Dylan, like 80% of, of your, of, of weight loss is what you put in, what you eat every day more, more so than working out. So I was really eating, I was doing a ton of workout at the end of last year. Um, but I wasn't putting in the time to eat healthy. So now I feel like I'm, I'm doing a little bit better on, on the eating healthy side. So I cut out a lot of the pizza and the burgers and eating out every day. And now I'm eating a lot more salads and I'm not doing keto or anything like that, but I'm just trying to watch what I eat. Uh, I still have a hankering for like tortilla chips and avocado and dip. So I'm not perfect, but I think it's working. It's it's definitely in the last three weeks. I've already shed a few pounds. So I think I feel like I'm in the right direction. I also I think we talked about this last podcast or maybe did it offline. I don't remember I, I, I got a personal, a personal trainer, which uh, I, I know I probably could do it by myself. You know, it's kind of a little bit of a crutch, but having someone just motivate me, like there's lots of days where like, I do not want to go to the gym. And I also, I work out during the middle of my workday. So I take, I kind of take my lunch hour to do workout, to go and work out. And I'm only like five minutes away from the gym from my house. And just knowing like this person's there waiting for you. And if you cancel, like they've wasted their time. Like I can't do that. So it's just really helped me motivate me to get to the gym and, and, and get the work done. It's a little more expensive and I'll probably do it for a couple more, maybe another month and then take a couple months off and try it by myself and then maybe hire them again. We'll see. Uh, yeah, I I have a couple of hobbies that I've had for years that do use screens. And uh, one such one is I watch a lot of anime. Um, right now, I've been watching Attack on Titan. And uh, even though I really hate this other one, The Seven Deadly Sins, I've just been bored. And there hasn't been really too much going on in the anime realm. But uh, it's been kind of cool introducing um, my, uh, I guess my now girlfriend to anime. So we started watching One Punch Man together um to introduce her to some of these things and in return i'm going to try and get into sports because i'm a big sports guy now uh not really sport but anime no no it's just <laughs> just actual she <laughs> like her family's all into football and shit like that and like i'm like i don't you know i've, I've watched sports all my life i don't really until the last like five ten years i I don't have any time for sports when you're broken hungry, but it's just like now I'm like, Oh sure. I'll watch the sports with you. The, the goal being trying to uh, partake in other people's passions and hobbies. Right. Um, so she's watching a little bit of anime. I'm watching some sports and speaking of which the, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to, you know, my, my home city over here, is going to host the Super Bowl next week. And uh, I don't know if you saw how expensive these tickets are. I was like, Oh, I make a lot of money. I can afford Super Bowl tickets. Nope, I don't make enough that much that type of money. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was like, oh bro, like 
it was the the starting point for a ticket was ten thousand dollars yikes i was like i was like i had this whole idea like oh new girlfriend i'm gonna i'm gonna flex nope no flex in here (laughs) (laughs) give me a job drop twenty thousand in tickets come on yeah I mean, I, I'm a big, I'm a big football fan. Like I've been there for the last several years. Maybe when that's funny. I grew up, didn't like football, just like baseball. And then I got into older and I'm like, I like football too. But I, yeah, Tampa Bay Bucks, man, Tom Brady going to the Super Bowl. It's going to be exciting. Uh, I don't know, but they, they have a pretty good challenger. Casey's uh pretty good. Pat Mahomes. I guess, man. I don't know. I'll be watching it. Um, but I've been told it's going to be an all-day event and to essentially prepare myself. It's like all day oh, so you're going to spend the whole day with your girlfriend watching football yeah, and the pre... <laughs> the friends, the family, the whole ordeal, dude. Um, oh, you guys are going to be sad if they, they lose, but maybe it'll be a good time still. I don't know. She got upset, be tough. She got upset with me because we went out of town with her, uh, their sister and her boyfriend two weeks ago. Yeah, two weekends ago. And they caught the... Um, I don't know. They were playing the Steelers or I don't remember who they were playing, but two like quarterfinals games. And we were driving home and she got upset. She's like, Oh, so you're a Bucks fan? I'm like, I don't really care what happens. You know, matter of fact, I thought it'd be more entertaining if they lost to see the reaction of your family members. <laughs> Shit, that's, <laughs> that's funny. Oh, How far are you from the stadium? You, uh, you know you're in the Tampa Bay area. I mean, I'm 20 miles outside of Tampa. So like, okay. I don't know where the stadium is, but I'm assuming it's around here somewhere. You could like, you could Airbnb your house for Super Bowl people, but I I don't know if that's worth it. I mean, I mean, if they got that Super Bowl ticket money, it's for sure worth it. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. I, that's. Uh, I I've done some anime in the past. I I had that on my list of hobbies. I I've done, um, but I haven't watched a ton of anime. Just every now and then, I'll like catch something. But it's been in a while. I used to go to, like the anime conventions and everything. Did you ever go to conventions? No, I um I probably would though. I mean, I just never. I mean, up until like recently, I haven't really given myself any sort of time to sort of chill. But I think I would at some point in time down the road. Now, would you and your girlfriend dress up as anime characters for said convention? I probably wouldn't. Um, but <laughs> but uh, if I don't know if there was a reason to, or like she made if she was into it, me I don't. That's just not. I don't know. There's no. I. It's a lot of effort. It's a lot of, like I just want to go and chill and have fun. So, a, a while back, I was in. I had started a new job a few jobs ago and I, we were running some errand. I remember I was in a car with my boss and you know, we're all geeky people and we started talking about anime and we go in, we talk, we started talking about like conventions and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I go to conventions. Yeah. I go to anime conventions. It's pretty cool. You know, there's a lot of Marvel stuff over there. I'm like, you know, anime, you know, conventions, uh, especially anime conventions are a little bit more geeky than comic book conventions. I think like in the, in the level of geekiness. And then, and then, uh, then he's like, Oh, do you, do you dress up and everything? I'm like, no, I've never dressed up. That's weird. And it was, and he's like, Oh, well, my, my daughter dresses up for those conventions. I'm like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong with dressing up. <laughs> I felt like I had, you know, 
to be careful what I say in front of people. No, no, I've never dressed up, but I've thought about it. Actually, no, I'll, I'll, I'll say one time I went to a comic book convention with my daughter and we, she had her, it was like her Harry Potter costume. Mm-hmm. And so she dressed up and that was cute. And I don't think I dressed up, but okay. Well, let me, let me, let's say another hobby that I've been have that I have. Um, I'll, you know, I'll mention one too. Um, you know, I have two kids and, you know, I just mentioned Vivian and, and Wyatt, Wyatt's my uh, son. He's a little younger and he, we started boy scouts. Well, I guess it'd be like cub scouts a couple years ago. And I, I did this when I was a kid too. I don't know if you did this Dylan, but I was like, uh, like a cub scout and you become like a wolf scout and you become like, there's all these levels and it's been like a really fun kind of hobby to do because, you know, a part of scouts is to go and get these badges and to go outside. Like I had to teach um, Wyatt how to whittle and create a, um, like a little figurine, like out of soap. We like whittled this soap into this figurine and we tied knots together. And it's like all those little things you learn in scouts. It's, it's kind of fun, like a little dad son bonding so scouts is a a fun hobby and we're hopefully going to get to the point soon and things are a little different now because of covid everything is like zoom calls so it's not not nearly as fun as it was when we were all getting together as a a scout team but um we're we're getting to the point now we're gonna do some overnight trips which will be really cool and that'll be that'll be fun too and then for my daughter she's she's definitely getting more interested in programming so being on the other side and teaching a little kid how to program, you know, she's 11 is been kind of very daunting, but she seems to be interested. So uh, just showing her like, Hey, if you type this command in and it'll pop up, that's been really cool. The hardest part though, I've seen is like my kids aren't great at typing. So if you, they can't type well, it's really hard to teach them how to program, but Vivian's getting to the age that she, she's getting much better at uh, programming. And I've also done a couple of YouTube videos on teaching her how to code and it, that's been fun too. And, and one other thing with Vivian, we also really like, uh, we got this subscription service called killer boxes and it's like, you get this box every, every month and it has this, it's not like, it's not, it sounds a lot worse than it is. It's like you get these clues in this box and you have to kind of figure out who did it and who got murdered. And, and, uh, it's really PG. It's not like anything bad so me and my daughter have been doing those and she really likes those Dylan? The, the on the steam store uh pc uh steam store there's a bunch of typing games for kids that are like rpg sort of things that he has my buddy he's has done for his his son to teach him how to be a better uh typer so something to look into maybe oh yeah yeah we, we definitely need to work on that yeah um this year, I've actually been watching a little bit more TV, but I don't really watch TV like by myself. I watch TV um, with uh, my girlfriend, which has been kind of nice because it allows me to it allows me to um, really at the end of the day have us do something together. But we don't watch too much. Like we started watching the um, what's that stupid show? I don't even really like it. Wandavision. People seem to love this show. I'm not a super big fan of WandaVision personally, but that's just me. Um, but we've been watching that together last three weeks or so, and um, 
the occasional movie. Uh, you know, I got uh, HBO Max, so it's like one new movie a month right now that Warner Brothers putting out. I think this weekend we're going to watch uh, Little Things with Denzel Washington. Um, did you catch the Wonder Woman movie by chance? Yeah, yeah, it was it was uh, it was OK. It wasn't like super duper great, but, you know, it was super action packed. Yeah, I I don't know what sometimes I think people just want to hate. Like, what do you what did you think this mo- how, re- movie wasn't going to be realistic? It's about a stone and a woman who's basically Superman that, uh, you know, granting wishes. It's like it's like going and watching Aladdin and be like, that would never happen. It's like, no shit, it would never happen. It's about a magical genie that grants wishes. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I definitely heard a lot of online criticism about it, but uh, I enjoyed it. So, yeah, it's not super realistic. And, and plus, yeah, HBO Max is is great. I, I got that too. That's 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 a lot of. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to Godzilla when it comes out in March. I don't. Know, did you see the trailer? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I can't wait. Good old Godzilla gonna be laying down the law. I, I, there's no way. There's no. Unless that ape is the uh, the accumulation of the GameStop uh, Reddit, <laughs> Reddit Wall Street bets guys power combined, there's no way the ape holds. Man. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, my money's on Godzilla. What's gonna? It's gonna be like every other combining forces movie where they'll have a bigger threat from somewhere else and they'll have to combine forces instead of fight each other the whole movie. But we'll see. Can't wait. Yeah, I used to be one of my hobbies. You know going back to pre-covid times is going to the movie theater it's definitely like me i have a buddy that's just like a movie holic like me and we would just head to the movies you know once a month or you know every few weeks to hit the the flicks and my wife's not as big into movies as i am probably but it's uh that 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 was that was really fun and but now we can like all as a family we just watched crudes too the other day and that i was surprised like it was pretty good you know it has some funny moments even for the adults kind of reminds me of like cloudy with the side of meatballs or maybe some of the pixar movies i don't know didn't feel like a pixar movie definitely felt different than that i should say it was the watch soul have you seen oh that? yeah watch soul too yeah i found myself reflecting upon my life choices at the, <laughs> at the end of that movie i was like it's not that i'm not i was coming here for like a light-hearted sort of children movie not to be like yo have an existential crisis about who i am as an individual this is not i was not ready for that 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 was pretty hilarious uh you know it it, it it's a it's a little weird that movie yeah at the end you're kind of thinking your life choices and like what is the meaning of life here and i mean i guess that's how good the movie was uh you know i'll i'll, I'll jump into another hobby um video games I'm still, uh, this is something I've held over, you know, I'm almost, I'm actually 40 years old now. This is something I've held over since I was in my early twenties, uh, is to, I still hold on to, even though I don't have as much time as I used to have to actually play them. I did get the Xbox series X and the PS five, which is the first time I've had like all the major consoles. I also have the switch, which my kids love, <laughs> but I, I wish I had a little more time, but I've been playing. I played like the new Spider-Man game on the PS five and that was really cool. Um, there's like a new Xbox game, um, some racing games I was playing and this new medium game. So when I do have time, I, I, I definitely try to play. Uh, my kids really love Minecraft. So they are, they kind of monopolize the, the TV and play Minecraft as often as they can. 
Um, and also, I don't know if this is weird or not, but I actually like watching Twitch, Twitch chat. You know, I think it's um, maybe the older demographic for that, but I do have like a few streamers that I watch play video games. And I just think it's interesting. Like, I, like I don't have the time to get good that good at games. So I like seeing how other people play or sometimes there's just some fun communities to watch. Yeah, I, I wonder what's going to happen with Twitch because like I don't so I don't watch Twitch anymore. I used to way back in the day, like years ago. Um, But <laughs> whenever Twitch pops up in my feed, it's just someone basically complaining that like what's on there is just a bunch of like I'm trying to think of a, a nice way of saying this Um, of it's just a just women with their breast out getting attention from men is as nice as i can is it is it that's just whenever it pops up in my feed i haven't been there forever is it as bad as people scream and yell about that that's actually what's going on there's definitely a a a big probably a big niche niche of twitch streamers who are women who are attractive and who do those things and they get free. It is kind of weird. Like people donate money to them to basically to subscribe to them, to help support them, but for really nothing in return, I guess, maybe a shout out on the channel. So there, there is definitely a contingent of that. And it, and it makes people upset. <laughs> I, I think, especially if you don't understand, like if you're not in that gaming culture and you don't understand, you're not on the streams, you're like, why do these people just feel like the need to get free money, even though they're not really contributing anything? So yeah, I definitely see that still, but there is a quite a few, you know, um, streamers that are just really entertaining, like Ninja. He's like kind of the quote unquote Twitch streamer that everybody knows about, even some mainstream people know about. And he's just kind of an entertaining, funny guy when you, and he's just really good at video games. So just kind of watching him play is fun. And, and, but there's definitely that contingent of, there's probably just a ton of really lonely 20 year old guys that, you know just look to these female streamers and want to be a part of that. I think what other hobbies do I have? Um, I think I'm running out of hobbies that aren't gaming or that aren't that, you know, play games on occasion, but that aren't software related. And for the most part, I'm always building projects. So that's what I like to do. Although I am trying, the more I try and pull myself away, the more I just, it seems to pull me in. Like, it's like, and I, it's not even so much that like, oh, I want to make money off these projects. I just generally enjoy coding, I think. Yeah, there's definitely that. I, I have the same thing. I have, um, I like watching, going back to watching, I like true crime. So anything like true crime, I, I listen to podcasts, TV shows. I just got into like Netflix's Unsolved Mysteries, which is like brought back from the old school 80s, 90s TV show. That was uh, pretty awesome. And just like hearing these stories, I, you know, if I had enough time and I wasn't busy with a million other things, I'd I'd start my own like YouTube on true crime pod, uh, YouTube channel or something or podcast. Uh, I have a few more. Do you do you have a couple of other hobbies? You, you, you just go, man. Maybe I'll think of something. <laughs> uh, I really like hanging out with my. We have a a good group of friends that also are you know, married, have kids. And we have like almost a scheduled game night with them every week. So we go to their house, we play darts, we play hand and foot, we just BS, have a couple of drinks. So I don't know if that's a hobby, but 
feels sort of like hobby. It's it's kind of fun to get into that to that scene. I, I used to go to uh, uh, there used to be like meetups I'd go to every month. Most of the meetups though were like programming related. Like there was a web developer meetup or Reno JS as we call it because I live in Reno, Nevada, and that was kind of a fun hobby to be a part of that community. So anything like community based. Uh, I think I think it could be considered a hobby. I've also uh, I, I started learning how to play Go, which is a crazy like think of chess but ten times harder mm. and a lot more strategy. And I was trying to play Go for a little while. I was never, I'm not very good at it, but it's kind of it kind of makes me think. So that's a few things I've been up to. A few hobbies. Is going out with friends, would you consider that like a game night, a hobby? I don't know. Uh, I mean, I play board games with some of my buddies on a regular basis. Not as much this nowadays, but... um, Huh, I'm trying to think. I, I mean, board games and whatnot, if it's a regular thing, yeah. I mean, I don't see why not. We just got Ticket to Ride, which is a board game that you play with a train, and you have to connect these routes you get like this this board and you have like a route from you know seattle to new york and then you have to roll you don't you don't roll dice but you like pull cards out of a deck and you move these things around and it was really fun like we even got to play with our kids and it's a little hard for them but not like super hard so i we've always been into like different board games uh we have like tons and tons different card games yeah i like a deck building game so Two that I've played recently was Shards of Infinity, which is on Steam, and then Ascension. I have expansions for both of them, but um, Munchkins is fun, but the guys I play with, they don't like that game for whatever reason. It's it's too normie because they're a bunch of hipster (laughs) nerds (laughs) as as far as I'm concerned. Wait, I thought Munchkin was like the super geeky game, and you can even get decks with it, like expansion decks to make it even more weirder and dude i'm with you they i'm telling you hipster nerds man they they it's too <laughs> you know it's too mainstream for them now oh i have a what about poker Did, didn't you play poker oh i, I, played dude, I almost played a tournament today you know here in florida um we're just living life like nothing's changed at least most <laughs> most people are um so the casinos are up and up and like you can do straight up tournaments over there and they have like plastic screens in between some of the tables and whatnot it's wild uh <laughs> but uh yeah yeah i um i i this is probably one of the few things i miss i used to go to a bunch of home games with like buddies for years even going all the way back to high school and just playing you know little 20 dollar 100 dollar games and stuff like that but it's a lot of that community of you know taught shooting the shit for a couple hours on a friday or saturday night and catching up and then you know hopefully winning some money um but that's something i've always uh i've probably only played cards maybe once a year at this point you know whenever it's like a birthday or an event or i go out of town but something i've thought about getting back into once things sort of calm down a little same same i remember going to probably not as much as you but like years ago i was a part of a home game and they had it every like once or twice a month you know you had to bring 100 bucks or 50 bucks and it was super fun and you just drink and play cards and poker is an awesome game and you can bluff people. And, and then we actually had, I mean, in, in just like probably like you, we have legalized gambling here in Reno 
and there's a bunch of casinos nearby. So we'd have, I used to go to the tournaments at a couple of the casinos, but those get really expensive. Like some of them are like five, well, not relatively expensive for me who doesn't like to spend a lot of money gambling, but uh, some of them are $500 or a thousand dollars tournaments and like, or a few hundred dollars at least. So that, that kind of becomes hard to jump into. And then you get a lot of really, really good players at the casinos. And so winning money there is pretty difficult unless you're just a really good player or you get lucky a lot. So I kind of tended to not go to those, but occasionally I'd go to those tournaments, poker tournaments. I, I tried to organize one with a few of my buddies, but it was just always a pain trying to get through everybody's schedule. And then people would be late and people didn't want to pay money and Finding like a good home game is hard. Is hard to do. Yeah, it's worth it though. If you find it. Yeah, it, it's something I've tried for a couple of years, but it's like, other than people I work with, I don't really meet a bunch of random people. Like, <laughs> it's 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 kind of the you know one of the the hard things about relocating. You know, you don't know anybody, so you got to make those connections. And it's like, I don't know. It's uh, and it's always strange trying to make. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm overthinking this, but it's very strange as an adult to try and make new friends that don't come from like a normal path in the sense of like, maybe it's a friend of a friend or maybe it's a work friend or maybe it's a family friend that lives in the area or something. I don't know. But so, so it's, and then to try and take that and then find someone who plays poker. I bet you like your area has at least a couple of, people that meet up on i bet you meetup.com poker you'd find a home game or something who knows it's probably out there you know also i'll say and i guess another sort of hobby is anytime i go to the casinos i'm a big craps fan so i play craps that's where you roll the dice on this big board and you're trying to hit a number before you hit seven um and then you can double your money uh on in different places and you can make really crazy bets and get five or ten times your money I don't know, just something about it. It's usually even in, usually you have to spend at least a hundred dollars, but you can get away with like some, like $50 if you're put place your bets the right time. And if you do it right and you're in a, and the, the table you're at has a low limit, like maybe $5 or a dollar, you can play for like a half hour, hour. And it's just really fun, especially when you get in a hot streak and everybody's yelling and screaming like, and every time you hit a seven or, or every time you hit your number, it just becomes really cool. And there's a lot of probability in it too. So if you want to kind of think of probabilities, there's like the right way to play it and wrong way to play it. Hey, if I ever come down to Florida, we'll play some craps. Just, I mean, dude, you're, you live in the state of Vegas. Like just <laughs> <laughs> actually, uh, um, cat's never been to Vegas. So I was thinking about flying down there. So maybe, uh, once uh once you're allowed to leave the house again we can, we can figure, yeah. figure something out although vegas is about eight hours seven hour drive from here south fly was it 150 bucks to fly yeah oh, it's really cheap yeah. yeah i could definitely make it down to vegas easy yeah cause like, i could be the third wheel on your day <laughs> or bring your wife like <laughs> <laughs> that's true oh yeah maybe one day Cool. Yeah. I don't have, um, yeah, I think that's it for my non-programming development hobbies. Yeah, that's pretty much all I do also. I mean, most of my time is work, side projects, dating, and then, you know, occasional downtime. I guess I got a little bit of time with the dogs, but um, I think sort of the, the point of this podcast really at the end of the day was to try and remind people to 
you know, try and enjoy your life a little bit. And understand that like there's going to be ups, there's going to be downs. Um, and, but it's, it's important to sort of recharge your batteries. And, um, you know, once you do that, you can usually hit the ground running even harder than before. You need to stop and look around every once in a while. Otherwise you'll miss it. Life that is. Yes, sir. That's a Ferris Bueller quote. So true words were never spoken. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Hey, guys. Thanks for watching. If you want to find more about what I'm up to, go to dylanisrael.com. And if you want to know what I'm up to, you can check out my website at eric.video. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. It really helps us out. And if you do, you might even be featured on our next episode. Don't forget to check out the website at selftaughtornot.com. From there, you can sign up for a mailing list where we give away free courses and a bunch of cool stuff. And we'll also let you know when the next episode comes out. And finally, if you didn't know, we have a Facebook group. It's called Code Tech and Caffeine. We have over 10,000 members. And you can find the link at selftaughtornot.com. So come join us. We have tons of developers willing to help you guys, mentor you guys. Check it out. Just make sure you go to selftaughtornot.com and check out the Code Tech and Caffeine link. Thanks and take care.